Welcome back. Another episode of the Scout UK podcast. I'm your host, Cornelius. I've got my boys, Taddy and Jason, with me. What are you, man, saying, man? Premier League is back, finally, after a good few months. But yeah, man, I'm they gassed, obviously. Pre-season. We're they in the young, we're in the United Kingdom. Must extend pre-season, you know. <laughs> we're in the United Kingdom, obviously. Good, good things came for me, you know. I'm sure good things came for my brother, Jason, as well. You're done already. So, um, Taddy, what are you saying? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's been a tough weekend, man. You know, like let's, everyone's been winning, then Spurs winning yesterday. Uh, let's let's start with the Arsenal result, bro. Let's 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 get into that, fam. So, day one of the league, we see Arsenal Brentford. Brentford ain't been in the league since 1947, and they come they come to their home ground first day in the Premier League. And they beat Arsenal 2 0. Teddy, what are you saying? Mm, huh. Hey, that that was tough, I can't lie. Uh, just to watch the game, like it was tough. Because um, obviously, like before the game, we had the Obar and Laka weren't fit. So they were ill, apparently. So we said, um, we said, cool, you know, the youngers will finally play. That's what we've been trying to see for a while, you know. Maybe like we'll see something different got to the saw the lineup happy with the lineup because martinelli was starting balogun was starting we had sambi the congo was playing so it was positive but as soon as the game started boy we looked good for the first like 10 15 minutes but brentford i can't let them man them man have one aggressive press i can't lie. we could not hack it after the first like 15 20 minutes, them man were all over us. Then bro, I was watching once... them, they were playing so well for me. I was like, so, bro, like, yeah. this, this is what you men are bringing to the league now, bro. Trust. And, <laughs> you know, like, it's the first game in their new stadium, first one with fans. Like, the like, the vibes for them must have been crazy. So, obviously, them man would have given an extra 10% regardless. So, you'd be hoping that Arsenal would at least try to match them, you know, because even though. Like, we would have wanted to win. I didn't fully expect to win just because the Bear Young is playing. So I don't fully, I didn't fully think, I thought a draw would probably happen. And then um, Kano scored the first goal. And Bang That was a very good goal, bro. I can't even blame Leno. I can't lie for that one because it was hit us with such pace. Um, but who can you blame? Chambers. I feel like he should have showed him down the line instead of giving him the chance to shoot. But... He didn't get out quick enough to stop that. So, obviously, hold that. But you're thinking, recover. Do you know what I mean? There's still enough time in the game. You know, we still win this. Ben White was getting handled. Mario was getting handled. Like, 50 million rent. Uh, ben White, bro. Benjamin, Benjamin Blanco, Blanco, bro. He was oh. getting done. Oh, I can't lie, man. It was, it was embarrassing to watch. I thought, raw, like, this is you, man, star center, but you're star signing, bro. Signing the window for you, man. Imagine. One, and he's getting one handled. First team handled. Holding would have done because holding at least he wins his aerial jewels. Tony was holding these men off with ease. Um, but no, Brentford played well, got to half time. So you're thinking second half, there'll be a change. We started the second half well for about 15, 20 minutes. Then Brentford came into it. Then that second goal, like the defender for that was an absolute joke. I can't lie. Long throw heritage. This is weak. <laughs> weak, bro. 
I'm telling you, Rory, Rory the Lap was in Honestly, his yard smiling. Bro, that just reminded me of when we used to lose to Stoke, like back in 09, 10, 10 11 days. Like that was, it was com- it was a comedy act because Leno he's getting held off by the defender. I don't know if it was some guys are saying it was a foul. I wouldn't say it was a foul because you should be able to shrug a man off to be able to get off. Then use win the ball. Uh, the Shaka lost his man. Saka also lost his man. That's how Norgard got at the back post. Everyone was just static. They let the ball bounce. Like in, like in 2021, we're still letting the ball bounce in the box. Like we've clearly not learnt. So as soon as that goal went in, we knew it was over. And then from there, just seeing the tail afterwards, I can't lie. I had to delete the app. I couldn't. I couldn't. Do it, <laughs> I couldn't do it, bro. I couldn't. I, my head was hot. <laughs> my head was hot. Burning like because it was just like obviously you can you kind of know like us the fans say numb to the pain like we're used to this but new season you're hoping all right there might be something different. No, there was nothing. Everything was yeah we were. Um, you know how peak I knew that win was for Brentford fam. I think after the game yeah there was a camera cut. And it was of a fan crying. It was an old man who's crying and clapping because Brentford won. I was like, yeah, this this means everything to them. And I started laughing. I was like, bro, Arsenal are done. I was on the Twitter. I'm seeing man drop their agendas on everyone else. Say, so, yeah, you know what? Because of Arsenal, I can't even do agenda anymore, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna praise everybody else who plays well. But Arsenal have finished them. They finished them mentally. Like Literally. man have dropped agendas on man have dropped agendas on United on Chelsea saying yeah I can't do this anymore I'm gonna watch them and play I'm gonna enjoy how they play I'm not gonna say a word I'm gonna say a single bad word about it if I'm... to be honest with you yeah no, go on no, to be honest with you um looking at it though like Brent Brentford don't really they didn't really excite us like they didn't really play any real good football so it, they play, they, for they me it was but effective yeah it was really it was really just uh. An average game, if, if if anything, you know, looking at their chances and looking at the goals, two of the goals came from defensive errors. So looking yeah. at how Arteta is lining up his team is what really is the problem. So um, yeah, can you tell us a little bit more about Arteta and how yeah. he's getting these lot up out there? Um, the he's in trouble. Big, like, he's definitely in trouble because like, we said, like, he's under pressure really because last season he didn't do the business, but now to you've had what, like, this is your second full season now. He came December this year before, so he's had like one and a half years, almost two years now at the club. We started off well, but ever since, like, I feel like I don't want to say, like, since he's had more control, I just feel like he's very, like, obsessive with being perfect so um, at times we look for the perfect goal we try and open up the teams too much and I feel like sometimes you see a lot of the goals that were scored like this weekend were just like transition a lot of goals were scored in transition a lot of it wasn't like five like it was like four five six passes it wasn't like 20 30 passes that we're trying to do you know what I mean so um, in terms of that I feel like he's not really suited to the players we have so therefore, it's uh, is it the players or the manager? You kind of have to choose who. I and saw. Yeah, I on. think I saw yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I mean, yesterday this morning there was a um, apparently players are coming out or they were well, coming out in secret, saying that they're not happy with how Arteta's doing training and stuff. And I thought, yeah, this is this is how it starts, bro. Because this is what you did with Emery. 
And yeah. soon later, Emery was gone, from. So yeah. it looks like he might be on the same trajectory. Car. If players start to say, like, we're not happy with the training and stuff, then there's a bigger yeah. issue here. And it's a shame because he started out well. Like, I don't want to keep, like, let's not even mention the FA Cup win, but it just seemed like the vibes at the club was getting better. But for him now to, like, just go back to, it feels like Wenger days again. Like, there's a divide in the fan base, everything. So That's what, that's what I really want to talk about because this is something that we've, We've seen with Wenger towards the end of his time there. We then saw it towards the end of the time of Emery. Mm. And now we're seeing it again with Arteta. When are we now going to start pointing the finger at the players and looking at them as and holding them accountable? Because three different managers, we're seeing three different teams. Well, not really three different teams because we've kind of seen some mainstays with all yeah. three teams. But you guys have all come in three different managers and now we're in the same situation, maybe even worse than mm. Wenger. When are we now going to hold the players accountable and try and... Yeah, you know, before, you, before you answer that, yeah, where are you worse than where you were before, where, um, after Wenger left or now? Or like back then? So out of, out of everyone after Wenger, where are you putting your ratings of how your team either looks or how you've played? <sighs> Um, we play worse football than Jeez. under Wenger, but even then, yeah, Wenger's last like two, three seasons, we played like horrible football. You know what I mean? Like we didn't, especially like away from home, countless losses. Like I think we only won one or two away games in Wenger's last season. One of them was Huddersfield last day of the season. Do you know what I mean? Like every time we were watching them, like we weren't doing nothing. Like, Wenger always had a chance to redeem himself. So I look at, like, the biggest one for me was the Atletico Madrid game. Atletico were down to 10 men. Parties playing right back. Do you know what I mean? Like, we had a chance to progress and we still drew 1-1 at home. Like, we couldn't finish our chances. Um, so I feel like... But I still feel like it's worse now because we're not creating. Um, we're playing slow. Um, there's nothing really happening. But I blame the players. I've always been like against the players for a while. I've always said, like, for me, I'd rather have a manager that wants what he wants. And if that means getting rid of majority of the players there, so be it. Perfect example. Do is... you think do you think Arteta knows exactly what he wants? Or do you think he's freestyling at most points? I feel like he knows what he wants, but you know the board. Do you know what I mean? You're not gonna get you're not gonna be able to spend fifty pound, fifty million every single time on a defender. We're not Man City. Do you know what I mean? He came from Guardiola, who's able to do that, but we're not able to because our owners don't invest. So when it gets to that situation, you have to work with what you've got, which is why it's been annoying me recently saying when he's been saying, I'll work with the players I have. No, you should be going to the board and saying, Hello. We fumbled last season. We're not going anywhere. Can I get new players, please? The fact that Granite Shaka was going to be sold and he was the captain on Friday. Do you know what I mean? And he's now... And got a new contract today. Contract. Do you know what I mean? He's been there since Wenger. He's been bad on the Wenger. He was banned on the Emery. We can even add Freddie if you want to. And then Arta. Do you know what I mean? That's four managers. They all play him. They say, he, oh, he's integral. But I, I don't know if you man saw in the game, um, he got he, um, he took a pass from Leno. He got pressed by three men and did not look to see yeah, people so around him. Yeah. You saw that. Yeah, the way he gets of, pressed, yeah, it's so bad. Any other day, that could be a goal. That's 2-0 in the first half. 
um, the Brentford player after the game said that um, the Brentford players targeted Shaka because they know he's a liability. Was it not? Was it not Bernie last season when he got pressured and then um, yeah, he became what's one called two 0 um, or was it one 0 I think it was one one the Burnley game um, when uh, I think he got pressed and yeah. tried to pass it out the back and yeah. he hit Chris Wood and then they scored from it. Um, they, yeah, they know he's, they know he's a trigger, so it's like cool. Yeah. If you pass him, everyone just press because we know that he's gonna fumble on the ball. And Jacka's Jacka's ability to play under pressures, like we've seen it time and time again, it's, it's, it's not he's good. Not, he's not press resistant at all. And then we have like other players like Chambers. He's not a right back. He's clearly a squad player. Yeah, he started first game of the season. You have um, who else? Like, there's just so many, so many players that have been there from Wenger times so, that you're just thinking it's time to go. Um, Lacazette. I think his time's done, as I mentioned last week. Oba, his time. I don't know if it's done, but no more than one season, please, because after that, like, it's time to move on. Um, but in terms of like the other players that we have, I feel like there's some positives, obviously, but they're all younger. Like, there's this vibe of like, under 25 and over 25 at Arsenal for some reason, except guys like Partey. Um, he's a bit older than that, but most of the guys, Lokonga, Tierney, Gabriel, Saka, Smithrow, Martinelli. Martinelli? Yes, I know he had a bad game on Friday, yes. But he's a, pos- he's a positive out of the youngest we have. Like, I'm not going to disregard him because of one Why? Why? Like, I, I, don't, I don't... For me, I don't see... Yeah, I don't, I don't, the, I don't see much of the quality. I understand he scored a great goal against Chelsea in the counter attack and all that other stuff there. But really and truly, we're being honest, and we've seen all the players like Emmett Sofro or and yeah. Saka and the Congo. If he said this Martinelli guy, I'm not seeing anything really from for you guys to be saying, "Oh, he's one of the youngest that we need to provide an opportunity for." Yeah. I feel like with him, it's just like the sort of stuff he does. Like he's able to, like bring a crowd off his feet. Like there's examples where, like not just his pressing, but the guy can actually finish. Like you can tell he's got it about him. Obviously, it's not working for him at the moment. And I'd, part of that too of our is he didn't play him enough, especially last season. Like we were calling for someone like Martinelli. You see, he came in the Chelsea game, played well. But like he always has niggling injuries, which doesn't help him um, a lot of the time. So I feel like you've got to be a bit patient with him. But it's understandable yeah. why people people are start like especially like rival fans don't think, oh, it's Martinelli or that because you see it with the other players. You can see it quite clearly that that like, Smith Rowe that like, he balled out. I can't lie on Friday. He was the only one that actually played well. Proper, proper. And, yeah, like him and Lokonga played well. But you see I, I think that Lokonga, I think he's going to turn up very well. Yeah, I think he is as well. But uh, just to be sold in four years you, with Saka and Smith, I mean that. Yeah, <laughs> I think. That, I think. How, well, how old he's like? What? Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, he's twenty one. Yeah, no, he's this he's here for. Saying, I think he's here for a while, man. He's here for this a while. What I'm man. saying, like, why is he playing better than Shaka? Shaka is a senior player. Why are these senior players consistently playing bad? And I bet you, it's those ones that are reporting. Oh, I don't like the training, etc., etc. They did. They they they're used to throwing people under the bus. They've done it with Vanguard, they've done it with Emery because it's it's been clear. So, me, I don't know. At the moment, it's just um, it's a mess. And the gap is getting 
bigger and bigger every single season. Like top four, I don't understand how fans were saying we could get top four this season at the start, like in pre-season. Because City, look, even lost, they looked United, like raw. Their man looked good. Chelsea, it was a comfortable three to win. That they, their man didn't know how to get out of second gear. Do you know what I mean? Liverpool looked good. So. You have that. You have Tottenham with a new manager. They look like they'll do well. Leicester's still there. So that's the top six, pretty much. Then you obviously yeah, have everyone's, so, everyone's had yeah. everyone's had really like yeah. substantial exactly. upgrades. To exactly. So what's so what's your solution to then going back up there and being with the top guys? What, what do you think? What do you think can be done, and what do you think will be done? Because, you know, I know with Arsenal, yeah. that question is definitely valid. Is Yeah. So, um, what can be done? Um, sack the manager because you can't sell all the players. Do you know what I mean? So if you, you, okay. I, don't, that, I, I, was, I was a victim of this last year as well. I was like, cool. Oli might... Oli, no, he might have to go. Well, last year, I was like, Oli needs to go more time. Yeah. But the real question is, who are you replacing him with? That's the thing, like... And that's why I'm not on fully on this Arteta route bandwagon yeah because i don't know who the replacement would be i don't trust the board especially after emery you'd think that we would have got a decent like established manager but we went for a rookie that's never been a manager before we went for atar so and guys bad guys are screaming oh conte 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 wouldn't come with the board we have there's no way because exactly the whole clash he'll leave after a year if like do you know what i mean if he came so there's no point even mention him um so yeah the solution is to sack the manager because you can't replace all the players but me personally i would prefer the players to be sold so at least if there's an if let's say arteta gets his players and it still doesn't work at least there's a fresh like crop of players there that can at least work with him do you know what i mean um what will be done nothing will happen it's going to be the same <laughs> we're gonna see like three signings on deadline day two of them will be loans then the other one will be like a 30 million pound transfer will probably be ramsdale we can't sell no one like i've been seeing reports today bellerin's frustrated because he can't leave but no one wants him who wants you bro do you know what i mean so <laughs> it's a thing where i don't even hey, this, i don't even, this, I don't this even know is killing me like, I don't even I don't even know like what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna say 31st of August, the pod after that, we can talk properly. Until then, I don't know. But even then, by, what's, by the time what's the end of this all this like this Rams they will talk? Apparently <coughs> it's not happening, and then apparently you lot still need to come to an agreement of the fee. Like even then that transfer I think is a bit crazy. I don't think Ram still is is good. I don't think he's really worth anything over 15, 20, if I'm being honest. He's he's got a bad rap sheet on him. And for you lot to go spend more than 25 on him, even as a backup, it's still a lot. You lot sold you lot sold Martinez for what, 26? Oh, don't, remind, don't remind me. You sold Martinez because yeah. you sold Martinez and then um it came out not that long later that Leno might want to leave. It's like cool, you just sold a, you probably sold a better keeper. Yes, in Martinez yes, to go and buy Ramsdale, who isn't better than even the two, and then you've let on, you've let Onana go to was it Marseille or Dion? No, nah, he hasn't. He's not moving at the moment. He might go. Oh, not yet. Oh no, he might go into on a free transfer. Okay, so what? Okay, it's one of those ones where the oh he's yeah. okay. The fact he's still the fact that he's still available. Exactly, and, and you lot aren't even, you lot aren't even looking at him. 
is a bit crazy. And and another thing, like you know, Max Allen's is at Norwich. He had a decent game against, even though they lost. He wasn't the worst player on the pitch against Liverpool. Why can't I've, we I've said for a good, I've said for a good few years that Arsenal I mean, should go for Max Aaron's. You quite clearly need a right back. Why don't you go and get one? You'll be able to develop him if you believe so much that you're a good enough coach. Go and grab him and see what he's saying. In terms of Ramsdale, I don't know. I, the signing makes zero sense. And this is why like a lot of fans are getting angry because Martinez, you could tell, he wanted to stay. He loved the club. But because he wasn't given assurances of the number one, he left because he wanted to play football. I don't blame him. If you've been sitting on the bench for 10 years, you want to, at one point, you're going to have to say, all right, enough's enough. I want to play. Um, but the fact that Leno has dipped ever since we sold Martinez and now you want to replace it with Ramsdale, which is basically the Martinez money and more. Just yeah, the decisions that the club make no sense. The recruitment makes no sense. The decisions that the board make make no sense. There's, um, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of issues asked that are visible to everybody else but the board. And if we're like, that's the thing. It, it goes back to the thing of American owners and not really caring too tough about their their assets in football. Like mm. any serious any like serious establishment, like you see the city, you see the Chelsea. When things go wrong, they're changing it quick. Like they're ready, exactly. they're gone. Exactly. If Matt goes, boom. Um, Chelsea, Marino, boom, they're out. Like you see, bare clubs actually operating like clubs and then you get like the Liverpool's United's the Arsenal's not really functioning like functioning kind of like a business but at the same time it's like it's a business you don't really care about kind of thing like you're like okay cool they can do whatever I'm, I'll am i focus on what I got in wherever I'm actually from like it's it's, it's crazy man I know so um, but yeah like the, I think the biggest the biggest thing for me is we've got Chelsea on Sunday Um, I've never seen so many tickets available for a Chelsea game like ever and <laughs> What is it? Is it Bears? Brother, the whole of the top um, tier and the middle tier, there's still tickets available. Jesus that is Christ, for yeah, a big game. Bad. I have never seen that like in for years. Do you know what I mean? And that just shows that people aren't ready to pay the prices that we have to pay to watch the team lose. Do you know what I mean? Because really and truly, let's be honest, unless like a god strikes and gives us something on Sunday, we're gonna lose. But, no, but you know, you know how you know how things go, bro. You know how things go. Arsenal, Arsenal game embarrassed one game, then they got Chelsea next, and then boom, one 0 win. Like, uh, bro, yeah, but that's what, that's that's why I'm that's why I'm keeping quiet because <laughs> boy, I've had my fair share of yeah, but we're, we're sick. Arsenal are dead, and it's we go so over many there. times. Sky Sports, Martin Tyler's over there. We get ready, and boy, we we go over there and we get shook. I think last time we lost what three one or something like that. So it's just something yeah. that I'm not gonna be like, hey, we're gonna win this game, but boy. It happens every know. single time. And I was like, it's, you know. it's hilarious to watch as a neutral. I'm like, bro, we all know how bad Arsenal are, but for them man to come and beat Chelsea after being embarrassed the week before it makes no sense. Uh, I would I would, I just feel like there is a bit of an asterisk with the two games we played against Chelsea because the one it was towards the end of the season, you lot were clearly preparing for your cup finals. So it's not like you were going to give the full intensity. And then the 3-1 was Lampard, do you know what I mean? So there's Lampard tax there, yeah, because he was still in charge. So that's why I'm shook for Sunday, because... Yeah, it looks like Chelsea are Chelsea, obviously under a better manager. This is what I'm saying. They look good. It's, it's the start of the season. There's a lot more to prepare about. <laughs> 
Listen, listen, we'll be, we'll be the objective. Like, we'll leave that for the review. we leave that for the review. We'll be an objective. We'll be an objective here. Like, Chelsea, obviously, on paper, look better than they did on the Lampard and probably look better than they did when you played them last time and you lost. Because you're not you're not preparing for anything serious now. Like super cups out of the yeah, way, exactly. Champions League don't start for an, for another few weeks. Like you've yeah. got time now to be like cool. Um, exactly. Like this is our t- this is the moment to actually shine a bit and play our heads off a bit because it's the start of the season. We want actually want to have a good start. Yeah. So it's like yeah, man. Like it 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 looks like on paper that Chelsea will win, yes. But obviously we can't be for that because anything happens in this football world, bro. Like stuff at random happens, bro. We can't Brilliant. be we can't be too sure. I was going to say one thing about Arsenal. That's it. Um, the lineup you men played, I was saying that apart from about two, three players, that's probably a better lineup. Like, I think if you give Balogun, the, if you give Balogun more time to shine, I think he'll come clean. I think he needs a he needs a gym workout. He like he needs yeah. to bulk up. He's um, alone. He needs to. Saka didn't alone. play and Partey didn't play. Gabriel apart from that. Play. Gabriel. Gabriel didn't play. Okay, so four players. So apart from that, um, that I think, yeah, team. like, that team's fine because of Batman. You're hey, muted. You're muted. You're muted. I didn't even deep it. When, where, did, where did you last hear? Aubameyang. Aubameyang hasn't been playing that well. Lacazette like, isn't really that good. So I think I have a Balogun and Martin Lee's your striker. Sakon needs to play on the wing again. Um... Smith Rowe is good. Gabriel didn't play. Gabriel, I think Gabriel and um, Ben White would work together well. Mm. And Partey over Xhaka. And Partey, Partey and Lokongo pivot would mm. be fine. I, I think we personally would. So, about minus about three, four players, I think that's actually a better lineup. But we still need another three or four players on top of those players. That's, yeah, is that's the, the issue. And, because um, then it gets, it gets the thing where. You've got a decent starting eleven, but then your backup is just—it's it's, not—it's not up yeah. to scratch. And having yeah, yeah. having good squad depth is a lot these days. Exactly. I would say one final thing is, I feel like with the fans, if we were told, okay, we're gonna go this way, so we're gonna go through the adventure of signing 21, 22, 23 year olds, like youngers, like give them a chance to grow. The fans would be fine with that, but it's the fact that we're so playing so much experience, like there's no clear like. It's like a lot of fans are saying there's no clear identity to what we're trying to do. So until that's fixed, I just feel like there's going to be more problems and nothing's going yeah, to be fixed anytime soon. I think that anything's quite an issue because you can see with some teams, obviously I'll put United into perspective, like we've got a clear model that we like to say younger players and develop them and stuff like that. So obviously signing of Sancho, perfect. Um, Ahmad last season, perfect. Developing Greenwood now, Hannibal a few years ago, he's going to be a, he's going to be a good player. I think we signed him from Monaco for about 10 mil. And it's like 16, something like that. Like, we've got a model where we like to sign younger players and develop them further and further. With Arsenal, I don't, I don't know what your, I don't know what your, what your model is, what your like, like what your philosophy kind of thing is. I don't, I don't understand what it is. Bro, it's just like the way we play, crossing inshallah with Tierney, bro. Like, it's just <laughs> it, man. Like, we've got nothing. I guess got a good crossing as well, but that's the good yeah, thing. Whip, but other than that, bro, it's it's crazy, man. Very, very much so, man. <laughs> Uh, no more, no more depressing stuff. Like, listen, let's let's leave Teddy alone, bro. Jason, actually, no, I lied. Let's go to me because second game of the season, second game of the, the new PL season, United versus Leeds, twelve PM kickoff. Obviously, everyone knows how daunting that can be 
But why is wait, why is Jesse shaking his head like we didn't listen to him his run about no his run his his praise about Tosi last week, bro? Why didn't say a word? Why didn't say a word? I just I'm just I'm just out here listening to you, though. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Twelve eight pm kickoff. I thought, okay, cool. Like we can get a win. I didn't think it'd be a five one, but cool. Game starts. Well, just before the game starts, we unveil Varan. I think I can't lie. I was gassed. I can't lie. I was gassed. Cause that's a mad, that's a mad way to unveil. Everyone's back in the stadium, and boom, your your new centre back signing, your star centre back signing, bro. Unveiled I can't lie. Picture. I can't lie. I was hating at first, <laughs> and then when I when I heard the roar of the fans, yeah, bro, and everyone just like gassed up. Yeah, I was like, nah, this thing is sick. They did this. Yeah, yeah. It was sick. I can't even lie. I can't even lie. And, and then the way he dapped up, the way he even dapped up Rio Ferdinand See, as well. That Rio Ferdinand's cool like, sign? Rio was like, yeah, wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I was like, yeah, you know what? It's yeah. hard. I can't that even That Rio Ferdinand cool sign? I said, yeah, bruv. He's, yeah, yeah he's ready, fam. He's ready. He's ready, That set the tone. That set the tone for the match. That literally set the tone because fans are gassed. Fans are gassed. Players are coming out to a, a gas set of fans that like, cool. We've got the momentum here. Like we we have to we have to show up now. And we did, bro. First goal. Hey, wait, let me before we even go to the first goal. That chance Pogba missed here. I was yeah. rattled. I was rattled. Because it was such yeah. a great chance to foot cool. He's done the keeper. I think what someone was saying is like he tried to be a bit too fancy. Yeah, right? yeah. The step thing, over with the yeah. with the left foot, then trying to curl it in, but too fancy, yeah, just gonna do it. Cool, like keeper did well to shut off the angle though. Because he made it hard for him. You have to. Keep it on very well. I can't relax. Nah, he's, he's a good keeper. He's a, he's yeah, a bit he slim, is. but he's a, he's a good keeper still. He is. Yeah. Um, first goal. Great pass. Great pass from Pogba. I can't relax. That was a good first time pass. Great touch by Bruno. And then finish. A little bit fortunate, but obviously he starts the game 1 0. I think he said 1 0 throughout the first half. And then second half came. Yeah, Aileen's got a banger. Aiden's got a banger. Oh my days. I started clapping in my room. I said, cool. Like, here. That's that's a mad goal, fam. Like, top bins and everything. I think we gave him way too much space as well. Like, it was ball got to him, one touch, bang. Top one. I said, cool. Like, that's how these men are coming. We should have closed them off, but cool. Um, Pogba to Bruno. Yeah, not Bruno. Greenwood. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I told man, Greenwood's Greenwood's arrived. Yeah. Greenwood's arrived, bro. <laughs> I told him, man. Dude. The pass from Pogba, beautiful. Finish from Greenwood, beautiful. I said, yeah, yeah. I can't lie. That that goal, like as much as I hate United, that goal gassed me. I can't lie. The just the finish and then the, the crowd finish, in the, the, cele- the, celebration, the celebration. Green was running, pointing to the fans. Yo, yo, yo. The celebration was dusty. I can't even lie. That bro, listen, I this is oh, this is pure vibes, bro. This is pure vibes, bro. That's what. That's one. That's one progress system. No, I capped. That's two progresses right now, I swear. Yeah. Cool. Cool. We moved now. Third goal. Um, nice pass from Pogba again. Bruno gets it, cuts back, skanks everybody. Everyone's on the ground. Um, Aileen, unlucky, but behind the line. That's cool. Via, not uh, Goal line tech. That's 3-1. That's Bruno on two goals now. Third goal. No, fourth goal. Nah, nah, nah. Bruno that again. fourth goal. That fourth Bang goal. Man. Listen, let, 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 listen. Lindelof, yeah. Go. Go. That nah, nah, nah. Fourth, Literally, I saw the that highlights was again today, yeah. And I was the ball like, was clean. clean. The ball, and the thing is, he's tried to play that ball a couple of times, you know, throughout his time at United. And the thing he can, the thing, the, the thing he can play the ball. I don't understand why he. I don't understand why it doesn't come off sometimes. But this one, nah, yeah, that that one, it, it literally oh, just 
right next, right there to Bruno's feet, and then Bruno just in fact smacked him, smacked yeah. it. I said, "Calm, Bruno hat trick." I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." The inevitable has come. The inevitable has come. Like <laughs> you hate on Bruno so much. I said first season call, I'm bagging a hat. Done that. Fourth goal, I can't believe. I can't believe Fred. No, fifth goal, can't believe Fred scored. Can't believe Fred scored. But good, it was a nice pass again. Pogba assists. That's four assists now. Four assists in game one. That's what Pogba is the seventh person since the PO has started to bag four assists in one game. Can you imagine? We've been PO has started in nineteen ninety two, and he's the seventh person to bag four in one yeah. game. That game there, yeah, Bruno and Pogba were on a different level. Like, I don't know what I don't know what got into them, man. But cool, they played their asses off, man. Like, defense was quite well. Them to the midfield quite well. I don't want to do this, but I have to give some props to number 39, aka yes, Tommy. You do. Yes, you do. The thing is, he's on his last time against Leeds. And I feel like, you know what it is? I feel like he can play against Leeds because Leeds like this intensity thing. And Tommy can match that intensity. I, can get, I, I can't lie. He can match that same intensity and he's a runner. So it's like you're fire, fire with fire. And our fire won the battle. Like, he had a good game. I don't even lie to you, bro. Um, yeah. Sancho Cameo. Obviously, he didn't really do too much. It's like it was really five one. I didn't really expect too much of him. Couple flashy passes here and there. I thought calm. Like we've got a player on our hands in it, but we need to give him another game. I think I don't even know who we have next. Southampton next. So hopefully he starts against them. If not, if he comes to the bench, good few more minutes, more than he had last time. Because I think he only about 15, 20 maybe. But yeah, I can't lie. That game was that was an yeah. exciting twelve thirty game. I needed on the Baytees because the week before. I booked a trim at 12 p.m. Then I saw the fixture. I said, oh, shit, we're playing at 12.30. I told him, I told Baba, I'm watching this game whilst I can't my head away. I said, calm. So I nearly messed up. But, bruv, luckily, I watched the game. I said, yeah, I was, I was impressed. Like, I was so excited for him. I ran home to finish it. I said, yeah, man. I saw that result and it made me not watch any other games on Saturday. I can't lie. That was burning. <laughs> burning, fam. 5-1. <laughs> can we, can we, can we... Can we can we put some respect on uh Paul Pogba's name? Hey, wait, hold on, 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 because I know that who I think it is. <laughs> I know that who I think it is. Nah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm I'm not I'm not the type to like give the credit when it's like mid. When you have a game like he's had with four assists, um, four really good assists as well. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and be you know, wrong about it and, and wrong and strong about it. I'm, I'm gonna give praise when it's due. Um, but yeah, man, he he was he was really good. He was really bright. All the assists was great. Um, he just needs to do this consistently, man. He just needs to mm, do this consistently because that's 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 the that's the thing that we as you know a guy that's part of the you know the hater the hater train for for Pogba. You know, it's something that we need consistency. And he he goes and has games like this, or you know, games similar to this where he's banging out. And it's, it's not necessarily assist and goals, but like he's creating chances. But then you have games where he's absolutely woeful. Mm. And you know, for me, I call for a guy like him who has such a presence and has such he's gifted with so much in terms of his technicality, his his build and everything. Like he's just a wonderful player, somebody that could, if he's consistent with this, he could be arguably one of the best midfielders we've ever seen in the game. But it's the consistency. And he can have really good games like this 
and he can have really bad games like this. Dinkers. So what do you feel like with this team, with no other signings, because I don't think there's really much signings that's going to come in from now on. What can be done for Pogba to maintain this level of performances mm. with this team? Like, what, what needs to be done? Because, boy, if he does this, you might win the league. You might win the league. No, let's be real, though. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Because you guys got the attack. You've got the midfield and you've got a defence. There's still a missing... You know, no, you know what? There's still a missing piece, but I feel like I feel like midfield is still somewhat decent, but there's still a missing piece that that's actually holding us back. But the thing is, let's be let's be honest here. That there's not really much. There's not really... There's not, there's not a lot of teams really out there that have the perfect midfield. They mm-hmm. do have a, 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 a missing piece or they might have something where they, like a Liverpool, for example, they don't have all the most technical players. The only technical mm-hmm. midfielder I would say is probably Thiago and he doesn't even start. So you can get by with having one or two pieces missing in your team because we've seen in Liverpool, Liverpool don't have a striker. Liverpool don't, Liverpool don't have much technical midfielders, but they've won the league. And they've won the Champions League. So what? Why do we have to feel like Manchester United um, have to get this perfect DM in order for them to win? You guys no, got the attack. No, 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 We'll see a team like cool, like we've got a decent team, but certain results will come and think, okay, like we should have done better, or we've lost the games. Like, why the hell have we lost it? So we it's gone in our heads that like, cool, we're not gonna win something big for because we haven't won anything big for the past seven years. Europe League, yeah, whatever, but we lost in the final another season. Like, come on, like it's gone in our heads. Like we like to we like to have the underdog thing now because it's not been not as been like that, but it's kind of been a thing like cool. You see Man City, you see Liverpool. We're not, we're not better than them, man. I can't. We're not actually better than them, man. Like I don't think. I think out of the top four teams, we probably rank. I'd probably say fourth under Chelsea. Can't lie, because Chelsea, I feel like Chelsea is so well that they've got so much depth, and their backups to a lot of players are still quite good backups. That like, our backups, to some players aren't actually that good. Like now, now we've got Varane, cool. Our backups are. Um, Varane and Maguire now Lindelof and Bailly Twinsabre's gone alone Phil Jones is somehow still in this club can't believe it um, like if if, if Varane God forbid Varane and Maguire both get injured at the same time it's then Lindelof and Bailly and Bailly wants to leave I think and Lindelof isn't all that so those two is a mess left back situation Tennis isn't that good but last season he was getting cooked and um, who else defensive midfield positions Fred Matic is old. Um, Pogba can't play DM. Pogba's not a DM. McTominay's not a DM either. Like, we're lacking that DM option. Cams, Bruno, Van der Beek. Van der Beek barely gets a game these days. And when we get to our wingers, I think the worst choice mostly is Dan James. And we saw how bad he played yesterday. Like, well, no, yesterday, on Saturday. Like, I think Amar's going to go out alone. Like, the players we have under certain places, like, we need, we need to fix up. I think that's why I just feel like, bro, a lot of but the thing is, right? Times, go on, go on. No, but the no, thing no. is, when you when you when you when you say depth, I understand. Like, definitely, depth is is, is a huge part of it, or is a huge part of 
going on and winning the league and obviously injuries come here and there. However, when it comes to it all, most of these guys are going to probably be fit. Most of these guys are probably going to be out there playing week in, week out. And if they're going to change, it's probably going to change. They're probably going to get arrested in the FA Cups the league, and the League Cups and all of those type of stuff there. All of these guys are around. You just be a really good Leeds team that have caused problems to a lot of teams in and around our area in terms of the top six and below as well. Why can't it be something where it's an expectation, especially with now you've got a reinforcement with your wingers? You just said Dan James started. And Dan James started and you bring in Sancho instead. And then you have and then remember you you had Greenwood starting, you had Martial on the bench, you have Cavani on the bench, who both you know, are proven goal scorers. Well, I mean Cavani's a proven goal scorer. Rashford coming back as well. Like you've got all these big names who come with, you know, a lot of rep. Why can't you guys be looking at this team and saying, you know what? We should be going for a title challenge. We should be going out there. Of the thing course, is, yes, we should be. Midfielders missing pieces. Everyone be. probably has missing, uh, missing pieces. But at the end of the day, stick your neck out, man. Mm. That's Manchester United. Listen, we should no, we should be here, yeah. but it goes back to how it goes back to how I said, you know, when, you know, when, you know, Arsenal get embarrassed and then they beat Chelsea one 0 It's like that. We talk Bears and then boom, next game we've lost. Like fam, what? Like what the hell? I've just gassed mm. you up so bad, and now we've got to lose mm, mm, this stupid mm, like a game that we should have won. Like I think, mm, mm. I'm, not, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's just Leeds because Leeds are a good side. I think if we see this again, consider more one consistently and two against the bigger sides against the Cities, the Liverpool's, the Chelsea, even the Arsenal's because. We didn't beat Arsenal last season. We lost to them one day and we drew no no. In both games, we should have won because Arsenal played us. Like Arsenal mm-hmm. weren't good at both of those games. So I need to see that how we played yesterday. I keep saying yesterday. How we played on Saturday needs to be more consistent. That's one. Two, the coaching. Like we've seen time and time again, the coaching isn't good. But I'm from what I, I've I, seen. I, I think I think you guys give him a hard time, man. No, 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 no. Not just Oli, not just Oli. There's obviously okay. there's there's obviously Oli and then there's obviously other coaching stuff, but I feel like through preseason, I think the last two games, I think the Everton game, we played really, really well. It's so like cool. Then yet then Saturday we played really well. I thought cool. Like, the coaching looks like it starts to get implemented a bit more. So I'm just hoping that now the coaching reinforcement that we've got, so the Chris, Eric Ramsey, I'm hoping that he can change a lot with our set pieces, our positional play. Um yeah, stuff like that. I'm hoping he can do a lot because it looks like it looks like we've actually improved in the same way. And it looks like I think there was a clip, there was a picture yesterday where it seems like we might have switched to a four three slightly. Yeah, I was I like, cool. That. I saw that as well. If we, we switch we start switching formations from a four two front to a four three three, we're gonna get so much more out of our attacking options. Like they've got so much more attacking options and it'll give obviously so when we go back to Pogba now, it'll give him a bit more it'll give him slightly less responsibility in terms of time to do bare defensive work. And it will give him, he'll be in that position where he's used to being like in the center of the pitch, spraying passes. Like we saw some of this came from, like the Greenwood assist came from, even though it came from deep in our half, that's his bag. Like mm. those kind of passes are his bag. He can't do that in 10. And if he has to stay in, if he has to stay in defensive midfield, he can't really do it. Cause then sometimes you obviously got players closing him in. It's like Pogba again, Pogba getting closing happens quite a lot. Cause I feel like there's times where he feels like he's, he obviously he knows he's good, but you know, sometimes when you think you're too good, and you have two, you take too long on the ball, 
that happens quite often. That didn't happen much um, on Saturday, which I'm thankful for. I need to happen a lot more. Like Pogba's consistency, obviously, a big issue, but our team itself and the coaching is another thing. That's another issue. So hopefully, I'm just hoping we work on it properly this season because on paper, on paper, our team should be higher. It should be there, like consistently top three, top four, top maybe even top two sometimes. Right. Just the coaches, but I'm hoping that now, from what I've seen, it's like cool. Like, things will change. Like, it looks like things will change. I'm just hoping to see there's obviously a lot more against the bigger sides because Saturday was a really, really good game. Your Manchester like, United title challenge. Come on, man. I feel like no, Saturday... I, I, I didn't say this. I, I didn't say it. I feel like Saturday set the bar for you lot. I can't lie. It has. It really it has. It, like, a lot of your players, they have to keep up the consistency. And I feel like momentum might play a big part because you know like there's guys like Luke Shaw and Maguire they seem like they've just carried on from how they were at the Euros they're just going to come seamlessly through and start playing well again so I feel like now's the next couple of years you man have got to do saying you have to you have to do something because you have a really good team especially Bruno like, like I said last week like I said last week I need a top two or top three I need an FA Cup and a deep Champions League, like a quarterfinals minimum Champions League, bro. because I feel like we've we've got the best team we've we've had the best team since leaving Fergie. This is our best team since Fergie left yeah, us, and the team where we have a people, we should be winning things. Like the fact that Marino won a, um, a Europa League years ago, and mm. wow, this this cold is killing me. But the fact that Marino <laughs> won a Europa League years ago, and that's the last thing we won. Yeah, and the team since he's left has gotten a lot better. Like last season, we definitely should have won the Europa League, but once again, coaching was bad, players were bad. So it's like, and we lost on penalties. That's another. That's another thing that's even more angering. Like we lost on pens. Yeah. So things are changing in it. Like the coaching, coaching seems like he's getting better, which is a good thing. So slowly and slowly, I'm getting more confident. <clears throat> the club again. Like, it, mm-hmm. it looks like with like, bro, I'm, I'm actually wearing this top on podcast. I'm actually wearing it on camera. Like. I'm, I'm excited. I'm getting excited again to watch my team play because Saturday was just amazing. Like I need it more. I need it so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah, right. so, uh, yeah, man. Listen, United, just don't embarrass me in front of my friends, man. That's that's all I need. <laughs> Let's get to Chelsea. Young, 3-0. Was it 3-0? Yeah. 3-0 against Palace. The Palace mm-hmm. team that we all thought, yes, they're looking... They've, they've made a lot of reinforcements. And they went outside three 0 three 0 loss. Jason, what do you say? Um, nah, the the Chelsea match was a great great win. Um, very very boring watch. It's not one for the neutrals. Uh, it wasn't something where we was creating lots of chances and. Yeah, it's something I, that I, we. I tried, it's. I tried watching. And I was like, yeah, this is yeah, yeah, to watch that it, game. Here's here's the thing with with Chelsea and 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 the the only thing that I would say is stopping us from reaching that level of you know winning and and and, and being with the Liverpool's and the Manchester Cities is we lack uh, a creator in the final third. Um, when we look, when we bring in guys, you know, we started with. Pulisic on the left, Werner up front and Mount on the right. Um, and we did a lot of interchange. It was There was nothing really fluid. Um, it wasn't something where we were creating opportunities um, on multiple occasions. It was more half chances running in and, you know, bumping into players and running into players. It was a whole lot of that. And um, 
you know, we, we made the breakthrough with um, Alonso coming in and scoring a free kick. You know, one of the free, free kicks. Bang on. Kick was wavy. Nah, man, he he's got a left foot of a of a killer. So, but yeah, wow. he's got he's he's a he's a he's got he's got a wonder wonder left foot, um, great free kick, and then even for. The um, the second goal, a crossing by Mao into the area causes a little bit of danger, and Pulisic is out there to score the rebound out after the goalkeeper ne- carried it ne- out. Missed. Exactly, ne- missed. Um, and yeah, and then you know we really controlled the game. We didn't really get any any real scare from from you know Crystal Palace except one opportunity that Zaha took, but you know Rudiger came in, took the ball away, and, and you know the rest was history. Um, and then uh, the young boy, Chava Chalaba, um, big up him. scores, big up. scores big a up wonderful him. goal, man. It was a wonderful goal, and it was a wonderful end to a, a great, a great you know, week for him uh, coming in out of the blue, really and truly. Because you know, when he came in in pre season, he saw him start against Arsenal. We were like, all right, cool. Then he came against um, Tottenham, and he was like, all right, cool. He's doing it again. He even played, I believe, he played against Bournemouth as well, and then. To then see him in the Super Cup was a big surprise, but he came in and he stepped up and he was really good there. Um, and then again, he showed showed his class in the fence as well. Like he he had up Zaha, he had up anybody that was coming against oh, him. He was mm. he was really good on the ball as well. He was taking man on, and then he just took a a, a good shot outside of the box, good right foot, and then posting in, and and it was. It was an emotional celebration as well. That was something that I definitely was like, you know, this is big up to him. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, goal, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he was crying up a little bit, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Listen, listen honestly, yeah, like looking back at it, yeah, you know, we have to we have to give praise to guys like Tammy, guys like Mount, oh, guys yeah. like um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, guys like Chalabar, who, you know, break into the team because for, you know, for years, you know, you know Cobham has always been uh, an academy where we've brought in great players, learned them out, put them there, put them there. You know, we've won multiple youth cups and all of those type of stuff there, but no one has really broke in, mm. you know, since John Terry. And then, you know, as of recent with Lampard, big up to him as well for that because he actually came in and, and implemented that um, and, and just brought in all the players and, you know, gave them the trust and gave them the opportunity and, and they haven't, Disappointing, and now you can see to show is reaping the rewards of that as well. Like Chalaba is a wonderful defender, and really and truly, I'm looking at it now. Um, you know, we're hearing guys that were still trying to go and get Kunde from uh, Sevilla. I, I see no reason why we should when we have a guy like that who, of similar oh, age, who's about, person, to, yeah, who was about to, you know, who's going to learn his craft. And you know, Thiago Silva's not getting any younger. Um, were still iffy about certain defenders as well. Why don't you bring in somebody that's one of your own? Let him learn by you know next to one of the greatest centre backs you know that we've seen in, in in recent times, and 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 become you know another legend in this game. You know, hopefully. So definitely, I'm I'm proud of that. It was a slugfest. It was very boring, but we got the win and we got the dub, and that's the Chelsea way, man. Um, what I'm gonna say, what kind of improvements do you think? Because obviously, as you said, that game was boring, and 
it has been quite evident that Chelsea kind of lack a creative player in sort of like in the midfielder kind of thing. I think and I, it seems like you lot are still looking for a midfield type player, or it seems like some fans still want a midfielder, a new midfielder for some reason, even though you lot are stacked. Um so yeah, what do you think? What do you think is lacking in your team when you say like for you to say like you just still play a bit boring? Honestly, the only thing that is lacking within our midfield to take us lacking in the, in the whole squad, really, not even just midfield, the whole squad is a creator. You know, we've got the defense, we've got the goalkeeper set, we've got the center backs, the wing backs all set, we've got the midfield in terms of um, strength and, and depth, and also just being able to shield and, and control the game as well. Um, and, you know, we've got a potent goal scorer now with Lukaku. Mm-hmm. And you have a guy like Havertz who is um, definitely a, a dynamic player that can come in and do uh, damage as well. as almost like a second striker. And then we have guys like Werner, Pulisic and Cho and all those guys there. But we need a guy with a similar profile to, to ZH, really and truly. Mm-hmm. We need a guy that can play in the through balls, that can, you know, get the ball and feed the ball into strikers and 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 get us opportunities to score because a lot of the time this, you know, in, in a lot of this time this season, we're going to face teams that are going to sit back. They're going to try and have us break down their, you know, their backs of fours and, and go out there and be successful in that sense. So we have to find ways to break teams down and that we, we will need guys that will be into playing, that will be playing that full ball that guys can't really see and, Playing our striker and, and then obviously open open up the, the the score. So for me, we just need a creator. Um, guys of a similar build to ZH because ZH was playing really well prior to his injury in the Super Cup. Um, but yeah, we just need more ballers, more creators. Um, I don't think we'll get in the window. You know, it's something that is probably with it being so close to the transfer window ending. You know, I don't think we're going to get a big money signing coming in. Um, but eventually over time within probably January window, summer next summer window, we need to get somebody that can create chances. But if not, we have to look within. And, you know, playing guys like Cho, playing guys like ZH is something that we definitely need to do. Do you think that, would you prefer to have a creator in one of your two, um, like in the pivot roles? Or would you rather have it in the two behind the striker? Because... If you look at your midfield, I know like the strength and depth. But if Kante gets injured, there was no centre mid on the bench on Saturday, so it's Kovacic and and Jorginho. If another mm-hmm. one of them gets injured and Kante, you know, we don't know if he's going to be fully to last the whole season. He might have nickels. Do you not think you'd rather have just one more in there, or do you feel like you already have enough? I think we're. I think we already have enough. And if we're going to get somebody that's not a starting quality player. Mm. we would have to go from within and basically go through our loan army or go through our academy, which I believe we have, you know, multiple guys that can come in and do a job with a starter sitting on the bench. Mm. If we're gonna, I feel like if we're going to go forward, we shouldn't spend, you know, big money or, or any type of money on squad players. Like we, we've done that mm. with Drinkwater, 40 million mm. on Drinkwater. We've done it for Bakayoko. Pardon? Are these men still at Chelsea? Drinker was still, yeah, both of them are still at Chelsea. And, you know, they were coming in 40 mil, 50 mil, and they can't even crack in to the bench, let alone start. 
So instead of that, and then we go and get guys like we have guys like Ruben um that are there on the bench. He he, he was we was on the bench because he was um you know he had COVID. Mm. Um, but you know we have guys that are within the academy that surely can come in and do a job. We have a guy unknown like Gilmore who you know is definitely permanently capable of you know coming in and doing a job. So we don't really need to go in and buy another midfielder that's not going to be a starter. If anything, mm-hmm. if we're going to spend big money on, 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 on a player, we need to get a guy that's going to come in and be a starter. And that's a creator. And I believe, I think what Tishon wants to do, he wants to play with two strikers. More or less, uh, Lukaku, well, from what I'm seeing, he's going to try and put Lukaku in there, have Havertz right next to him, almost playing as how Martinez was playing, and then have a guy in the midfield that will link the midfield to the attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so... When you have a guy like that, we have a guy like Ziyech like that who can play with threaded balls in, playing that number 10 role and also come back and be um, you know, shrewd enough to play in the defensive role. I feel like, if anything, we need one more guy of that ilk. But if he's not going to be a starter, I don't want him. Um, if not, we then have to play you know, the 3-4-3 where we have Lukaku as the sole number nine and have a habits there and maybe play a guy like Cho or maybe mm. play a guy like... Uh, Ziyech over there who are creators who are you know there that played us through through balls in who will you know put in a good amount of creativity inside there and that's what we need we just need creativity at the moment do you feel like the lack of creativity will hinder Lukaku um yes and no because I feel like Lukaku is somebody that definitely likes to be fed opportunities but isn't somebody that can shy away and be like oh you have to give me the ball he can come and get the ball run into the channel you know kind on his left foot and bam he scores a goal um you know a, a similar opportunity you know what greenwood got um you know a ball playing in behind is something that that's lukaku's bread and butter and he scores various goals like that and he can play on either channel on the left hand side or on the right hand side so he's something that he's somebody that he he definitely wants to be fed Definitely somebody that could that benefits from having the number 10 playing in those through balls and making it easy for him. But he's not somebody that shies away from doing the stuff by himself and grabbing the ball, running it at players and, and getting a goal. So um it yes, I know, but we'll we'll have to wait and see how, how he comes in and how Tishel plays him. I think Lukaku's son is I think Lukaku's son is still breezy to bring him back for 115. Well, obviously in Euros talk, 115, 110 mil. To bring him back, it's it's a mad figure, but at the same time, like a lack, there's a lack of world class nines in this in this current market right now. Like guys like Lewandowski aren't really available. Plus, he's like what 30 something, 33, 34. Lukaku, Tonye, Haaland's just a different breed, but he's not even till next season. That like, the strike is available right now. Like, I think, I think, I mean? think that I think the difference what? is that Tuchel wanted um, a different. He wanted a specific, you know player you wanted them a specific yeah. profile um looking at how looking at all three of the targets or even four i think he was in for the shortlist was you know lukaku how Haaland, and Lewandowski. and as of recent i've heard that you know kane was part of that shortlist as well but you know if you see all three of those guys they're guys that can play you know they're back to the goal who are very consistent with their shooting and scoring and they're very good at finishing but at the same time, it's a bit of a 
it's a bit of a sticky one with, with us, man. We just we just oh. need a creator, man. We just need a creator, definitely. Definitely need a creator. Oh, hey. Nah, but um yeah, man. I look at it now, Norwich and Liverpool. How, how do we how do we look at that? That game day, yeah. I watched it, but you know what it is? I don't think Norwich played that bad. No, well, they obviously, they against didn't. Liverpool, they always get smashed up against Liverpool. Like it's, 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 yeah. not, it's natural. It's, it's normal at these points. Like, but I think I think they played quite well. Obviously, Liverpool did look. Liverpool didn't look great, but they still look quite strong. Like they've they've got most of the players. Like Mane's still played. Salah's there. Van Dijk came back. Allison was playing. There was a very very good save. I think the double save that Allison made towards the end of the game. Yeah, and I was like, right, how have Norwich not scored here? But yeah, I think I saw a tweet earlier, and it was like the the thing the issue of Norwich is that they're they're better than the Championship, mm-hmm. but they're not too great for the Premier League. Like they're in between, and oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. I don't know where it is with them because yeah, yeah. was <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like it's they literally like they get relegated cool, but they look sick in Championship. Then they come back here to Premier and like you you don't look that good. It's like it's just it's just a weird thing. Like I don't know. I don't know if it's their scouting or like their just the way they play. It's like it's a bit strange. But yeah, Liverpool. Um, Salah scored a great goal. Um, he bought he bought dark on there. He was Salah played really well, man. Like um, what he what was a goal and two assists there. Yeah, 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 man. He he, he had a what, good game. Man. Well, one thing I will say about Liverpool is that um, man, their their fullbacks they're gonna need Robbo. They're gonna yes. need Robbo. Yeah. Um, their 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 depth in terms of their fullbacks is looking a bit weak. Um, Trent showed his quality even for the first goal when you saw it with um, him playing the ball into Salah, then the Salah then taking the touch and the shot of scores. But you know you see that they're the type they know their system, they know what they have to do. You know, play the balls directly into the fullbacks, the fullbacks then oh. you know whip it in straight into the attack. It's something that definitely that they can um, that they need their fullbacks to be on point and on mm-hmm. target. I didn't really think that, um, I don't know if they left back, I don't want to butcher his name yeah, really truly, but he's someone that I don't he think he's moved. up to the, not he up to the quality. To, he got moved to, I can't remember. Defo, Defo, Defo. He got turned for him. Wait, sorry, who's yeah. it? The left back that, the the miss, the miss cast, cast, I, like that, yeah. I, can't, I can't say his name. Yeah, I ain't trying I to butcher his name. <laughs> nah, has, he, um, has he played that much for Liverpool? First start. I don't think so. No, his yeah. first start. He's played okay, six yeah. minutes so, in the prem. Both subs. Okay, so yeah, we can, we can give him a little bit of leeway. I don't. I think. Mm. I think he'll be a decent replacement, but like then again, Robo, Robertson. What Robertson does for Liverpool is 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 quite irreplaceable. He just provides so much intensity, and then mm-hmm. the intensity is matched with the quality that he has with his technical ability. It's just something that. For me, yeah, that's why he's recognised as one of the best left backs in the world because his intensity, he does it every single mm-hmm. game. It does, and then he he brings the quality out there with you know defending and attacking. So it's something that I I definitely feel like Liverpool. As much as I was trying to rule them out, you know, last week, uh, you know, they they're definitely a team that if they're in you know in in the right tune, they could they can beat mm-hmm. up teams. Oh, yeah. Crazy yeah, this season. Fans, fans are back, so that that wall it's, of Anfield, that's, yeah, that, that uh, mighty wall of Anfield is back, bro. Uh, they've got fans listen, in the home stadium, like it, it, it could get long again. Listen, uh, my cousin has he he has literally got onto me. He's a Liverpool fan. He gets onto me all the time and tells me, 
Anfield is our biggest weapon. Like, literally coming in there. He's been getting on to me because we, we faced him in a couple of weeks as well. And he's been saying to me, like, listen, we're coming for you. And I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'll be honest with you. I'm scared. But, nah. Liverpool, Anfield, they're, they're definitely... Anfield is literally the 12th man. Anfield's literally the 12th man. Full like they've yeah. got literally tough man. I feel like they've mm-hmm. got a chip on their shoulder as well because of last season. Exactly, like exactly. They got they got they got points they want to prove, and I was like, cool. Like, yeah, you might have ruled us out. Like, obviously, we we always had a few injuries, were a bit dead. Then we came back last last few days of the season. We come back, we finished fourth. So like, what what what's the issue now? Like, you you can't. What are you gonna say about us now? Because we still finished fourth after a dead season. So it's like, cool. They're gonna come back on vengeance. Yeah. Like, no, and you know. Listen, I, and I'd say this, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not the type to give credit to Salah, but man, he, oh, he's boy. just, he's a problem. I will, he's a problem. Boy. I won't lie, bro. So I hate that people. I'm doing this. I mean, I hate that I'm doing this. Like literally, like if you I know me, it. I hear it. I hate. I, hear it. I, I don't like giving Salah praise. Like. I have an agenda against him, but he's just too good, man. The quality is just too good, and he's a, the goal as well. It's just he's a bags man. That's literally that's where he is. He's just a bags man. I like, hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it here, bro. Didn't Salah's he a bags man. Did he break the record? He's got like five successive goals in the opening day of each season, man. Bro. That man. is crazy. He's got. He broke that record. He didn't he break the record for too- one of most goals scored in the Premier League season. He's, he's two away from entering the hundred club, and he's got like one sixty one or one sixty two appearances. Yeah, like, bro, that, bro, that is oh, crazy. Man. I saw he's had like twenty goal seasons, pretty much almost. Bro, every he, year. he's, he's a, he's a, he, he is Mr. Inevitable. He's somebody yeah, that you, he, he, he can bang he's one of Liverpool's biggest threats. He's one of Liverpool's biggest threats, and that's when that's now when Afcon comes into play in January because losing him. And losing money is going to be an issue because mm. those goals aren't re- those goals aren't being replaced by that'd be, that'd be chaos. Yep. So their depth goes. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't, say, don't, don't, don't do that. Remember saying Nabi K is better than Pogba. I can't believe They said Nabi K was better than Pogba. I couldn't believe my ears. From I was, nah, I was vexed. He was alright. He was alright. Vexed, bro. He was alright. Nah, that like... time when Nabi first came, I remember I was with my boy. And I was with his boys as well. One of the Liverpool fan said me, "Yeah, Nabi K is better, better than Pogba." I was like, "Bro, ah, oh, my head was hot. My head hot. was so hot. Bro. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was hearing. My head was burning." I said, "Cool." Now years have passed. He barely gets a game. He's always injured. It's like, bro, right? He's got, he's got to give it up and leave. Like he might as well leave Liverpool at this point because he's. I think, I think his body's not cut for this league right now because the way he gets injured, like you're gonna get, you're gonna get squished. Him and Chamberlain will be back on the treatment table by like November, man. <laughs> Definitely, and that's 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 a that's a week in midfield again for Liverpool, bro. I just that's, that, that's, that's the thing. They look comfortable. They look comfortable though at the moment. I can't lie. They look they look comfortable, which is why the three 0 was a bit like raw, like the way they were playing. And Van Dijk being back, you just know that makes a huge difference. It's a strong start. Well, it's a very strong start for Liverpool, man. But I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of talking about Liverpool, man. I, 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 in fact, it burns my soul to talk to Liverpool, man. <laughs> Let's move on. Tottenham, Man City. Oh gosh, I can't believe Tottenham won. Like, I was, I was, I couldn't watch the Rob. game, so I watched it. I watched it again yesterday. I was like, raw. Like, what was that? I think I was at my, I was at my nephew's party, so cool. Um, party's almost done. Yeah, we get back home. 
My dad's like, oh, Tottenham won in. I was like, what do you mean Tottenham won? I was like, huh? <laughs> I said, it's got see one nil. I said, huh? I couldn't. I was going to go back and watch the game. I said, rah. Tottenham looked so good. Tottenham looked good, which was scary. And obviously, everyone knows Nuno. Nuno isn't... Nuno is a... I wouldn't say he's a bad coach, but like... He's a bit... He's a, yeah, he's a bit yeah, like... Mm, like yeah. It's a bit scary with him sometimes. I thought, cool, like... But Tottenham were creating a lot of chances. They were getting the ball a lot of time, like... They had a good few chances. Then I saw um I saw Son's goal. I was like, right, this is this is a good finish. I won't cap. Um yeah, like City did see a few wasteful chances. The wingers weren't really playing too but like two too well. Oh. I think Sterling Sterling they wasn't were, really like great. They were stinking. I was like, I don't want to start the agenda on Greenish, but like oh, hundred sorry, sorry, sorry. No, listen, 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 listen. No, listen, listen, listen. This is this is the thing. This is the thing. No, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. Before Villa went, before um, Grealish went Villa, um, I said, hey, I'm fumbling my words, bro. Before Grealish left Villa for City, I loved him. Then the price tag came, I said, cool. My agenda isn't against Grealish as a person himself. I love his character. I love him as a player. My agenda is on the price tag and and the, the meanest perception of him now. Because right. because now they want, they want to start, Grealish is now 100 mil. You have to judge him as a 100 mil player, bro. Give, judge him the same way you judge the Pogba's, you judge the, you judge the Havertz as like, the, yeah. Then the way they're gonna judge Lukaku, judge him the same way you judge them, man. Because, bro, if you're telling me 100 mil for Villa, 100 mil for Grealish, who's never touched a uh, European competition before, only just got into the England squad recently, and mostly that's because we know Southgate had no choice; he just had to put Grealish in it. Because we've seen time and time again that Southgate doesn't really like Grealish for one reason or another. No one really knows. Mm. So, came at the City now. I was like, cool. You've got so much on your shoulders, and now you're not the main man anymore. So now you actually have to, you have to sit back kind of thing. So now this price tag on your head top, you've got, um, you've got to maintain it somehow. Somewhere you have to maintain it. But boy, 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 he didn't really I feel play like well yesterday. Felt like he was one of the better players though. But Gundogan had a poor game. But Mahrez had a poor game as well. Fernandinho started off well, but he started to fade out. That guy, that guy's not his age. He's, he's younger. He's younger than he says. That guy is hard. I can't lie. Fernandinho is younger than he says because there's no way. Um, what is he? Thirty-seven, and he still has an angel like that. And he's still, he's still a very good CDM. Like he's very good. I can't lie. He's at thirty-four, thirty-five. I think in it now because he's he one of the, he's one of the best. One-year deals, so yeah, man. He's wow. one of the better CDMs in like in the league right now. Still, and at that age, like he's still very technically well. Yeah, so like, props to Fernandinho. Like he's he's been he's been called for a good few years now, man. City didn't really play well when I saw him. Need to get rid of uh, Mendy. I want to. I want to talk about how, um, you know, over the years, City have always been, you know, slow starters. Um, even when they've won the leagues and and yeah. have gone places that they've never been before, they've always started off slow and have always had these slow starts. Like even last year, I think they were, you know, you know, the eighth match day, uh, match week. Sorry. They were 14th. They started at 14th yeah. and then they went on that run where they just were winning, winning, winning. And they were doing it one nil, two nils. But do you think that this season is something that they can't they can't afford to have? Because you know, with you know, Manchester United very well, uh Chelsea very well, Liverpool are, you know, looking back to being, you know, the good team that they are, and then you're seeing other teams like Leicester who are you know providing putting up putting up results and being consistent and all of these other teams as well, do you feel like they can afford to have these slow starts? It's another slow start this season because no. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't no. think they can because 
as you said, a lot of teams are improving. Like even obviously we'll touch on the Villa super team in a bit, but obviously guys like guys are improving bears in it. The guys are improving a lot. So you can't afford to have these because the guys that are improving, even the smalls are improving, like they will they'll surprise you at some point. Like they will shock you. And like if you if you start at this slow again, you I don't think I don't think they can recreate what they did in last season. It's, it's, it's this season's different now. Like we've seen Villa spend up uh, you've seen Villa spend near near enough to hundred mil. We've seen Palace spend so much and they've got a good squad on them. Um Watford well Watford came up and beat them, surprisingly. Um Leeds are still a good side, despite losing five one. Like there's there's good teams in this league. Like if you if you slip for too long, you're gonna get caught yeah. out and you're not gonna recover. You're not gonna recover in time and well enough. So this slow start is thing City do it's 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 strange how they continuously get back on their feet and then just end up storming the league. But I feel like this time it's a bit more risky because of the way everyone's actually improved their teams. Yeah. It's true. I feel like the injuries have kind of played a part because Foden ain't there, KDB just coming back, Stones ain't there yet. Um, you know what I mean? And I feel like, especially if you're playing Mendy, um, there's such a drop in quality when he plays and Ake plays compared to when they play Cancelo or Zinchenko in that position. And I feel like with a team like City, because they're bare like to the to the point like they're perfect in the way they play sometimes if one player messes up can mess up the whole team so i feel like with them they they can't take the risk of dropping off and losing two or three games in the first 10 games of the season because everyone else is going to be looking at them saying we want to catch you and you see what happened in the 1920 season they didn't start off or liverpool just went like that and they never caught them do you know what I mean so uh-huh. that's the risk that City have um, which could um, hurt them you know but um, yeah shout out Spurs even though I hate them so much listen them, um, shout, shout out shout out, out Tang, shout out Tanganga Tanganga shout out Tanganga please HMP Congo props. Yeah, bro props. I saw the graphic HMP Pong- Come I saw on, bro. picture they slapped he, he slapped up Sterling and bro, Sterling is in HMP Congo because he can't be Wambasaka, man. He can't be Tanganga from like I saw a graphic. I think Wambasaka has had his Sterling up every single time he's played. Mm-hmm. Added him up, added him up. And now Tanganga's joined that crew. Like he he had a very good game. I don't I don't what is he a right back or is he a center? Just just plays both. Like he plays he, both. He, yeah, he can play both. Isn't it? I think he's, he's more he, he's be a, he'll be a good back. he'll be a good utility for Tottenham. I think. For sure. I feel like he, the game suited them as well. Because yeah. you know? a lot of their players, they're counter-attacking players, do you know what I mean? So just having Hoiberg and Skip to sit, Ali pushing up when he needs to, but just having Bergwijn, I can't lie, Lucas Moura and Bergwijn, well, oh, they were on, on it, it fam. Even yeah, though, Bergwijn, yeah. Bergwijn should have made it too, though. Should have, but their energy, the energy they provided was crucial. So, yeah, it was good win for them you know so 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 Tottenham so, fans is so Tottenham so, fans is no no need for Kane they can sell Kane yeah see that I'm about to I'm about to be a dinner I'm about to be a dinner once again you don't need Kane though Kane I mean I mean I mean listen City they need a nine we saw it today and obviously we say it so many times bro Tottenham look fluid without Kane and it's 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 concerning at this point because your main goal scorer how are you looking more fluid without him on the pitch and even today, you've still beaten, you've beaten Man City without him playing, which is crazy. Like, you think, okay, you think Kane will start and Tottenham probably still could lose because it's Man City, but Kane didn't, you think Kane doesn't start, cool. Tottenham are 5% loser. 
Then they go and win one 0 They look good against last year, against last year's winners, last year's Champions League finalists, and they showed them out. Like it's one, it's a, one it's a game, bit one game though, one game. Yeah, but <laughs> you start, I mean, they they started the season. Two. Tottenham have started the season with a win against Man City. Like that's that's mm. a big that's a big that's a big thing. That's a big achievement for them. Mm, it's true. It's true. But um, they've started how they they've started the season well, so they can't really complain. But I I rate the fans for chatting. Are you watching Harry Kane after? I respect that still. I respect it, bro. Gotta let him know. Yeah, what was I going to say? Yeah. So, even that, with Kane as well, I don't know if Kane's actually going to leave now. Because I've seen a few reports saying it might not be a thing where he actually leaves now because it seems a bit too late. And obviously, you know Levy. Levy's a stubborn man. So, if Kane leaves C, it'll be, it'll be a surprise. But I don't, I don't know if it's actually going to happen. I've seen a few reports saying, wait, let me just read this one out. So, paraphrasing, I think this is from Jonathan Northcroft from The Times. He talks about how um, it's quite unlikely that Kane will leave City, probably um, leave Tottenham, probably a City player. Pro- hey, the words are fumbling. <laughs> probably a Tottenham player for the rest of this year. Um, obviously, Kane's values are 100, well, far beyond 100 mil. And you know Levy, he won't he, once once he's got his price, he's staying at that price. Mm-hmm. So it just looks unlikely that yeah, um, City will make any attempt or Levy will make any attempt to change that price. And it just looks like he's gonna stay at Tottenham. Which I don't know is that is that a loss for him in terms of like you want your move or is that kind of like you're gonna play anyway? You're gonna play regardless in it. So in a sen- I think in a sense of trophy wise, it's there for a loss, and he wants to leave, but. Bruv, you fight with Levy, you're losing. Like Levy's, Levy's the other devil in disguise. Like you, you're not winning a fight with Levy. He needs Champions League football, man. Guy needs to go. I can't lie. He's getting to the point now at his career. It's kind of like Van Persie, if you think about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, yeah, it's, it's, it's just that time. You have to win Perfect. now. Do you know what I mean? So even though, like you know, he's done what he has to do at C- um, Spurs and if he stays, he'll be a legend. You know, I mean, Alan Shearer is just lucky he won his um, trophy at Blackburn because at Newcastle, you know what I mean? He's just their cult hero. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like for his own sake, for Kane's sake, he has to go. But you think like 150 is, too, is, um, is a wild, is wild because I feel like yeah. that's a good price. I, How I, much I think it's want? I think it's wild in the sense of Kane's legs will break down in about three seasons' time. Like, he's he's got a consistent injury problem. So, to spend 100... Obviously, he'll bag you goals, cool. But you have to worry about... You have to worry about him being injured for a prolonged amount of time. Like, I think it was the season before, two seasons ago, where he was injured from, like, March up to up until, like, towards the end of the season or something. Like, he was injured for quite a while. And, obviously, as, a, as City... We obviously, we will say like they haven't got a strike. Obviously, they have Jesus Navas. No, Jesus Navas. They've got Gabriel Jesus, mm-hmm. but um, he's just. I don't think he's that. He's not their main. He's not their main nine. I don't think he ever will be. So let's say City do get Kane. Kane gets injured. You've got now resort to playing. Um, you'll probably like, you probably play third and fourth nine, a Grealish false nine. Yeah. Jesus is like the drop off for a striker. The drop off is big, but obviously Pep can still make it work. But for the striking option, yeah. It's a big drop because you've lost Aguero now, and you haven't got a designated goal scorer. So I think, I think City, I think City need Kane a lot more than they think they do. Mm-hmm. 
But it, it, then again, it depends on Tottenham. Like, if Tottenham sell Kane, who would they gain? Because the Lautaro Martinez thing doesn't look like it's going to happen. Because um, I saw somewhere that Chelsea, Chelsea kind of ruined that by buying yeah. Lukaku. It looked like apparently looked like Lautaro was done before Lukaku was even thought about leaving. So yeah, I don't. And plus, who are you replacing Harry Kane with? Like, what kind of striker are you replacing Harry Kane with this day and age? I'm replacing Harry Kane. You just have to build your squad. Like, there's no replacing him because he's a talent that, you know, there's not many guys that will give you 20 goals a season in a league. Do you know what I mean? Regardless of Consistently as well. Exactly. Consistently 20 goals a season. He has. So, um, yeah, I feel like with Spurs, they have a new director of football. I'm sure he'll spend the money to a decent standard if they sell him, but time is ticking. Yeah, please let it, let it be better than when they sold Bill from because they bought a whole lot of scrubs. Man. They bought a whole <laughs> lot a of scrubs. Mess. A hot mess. Um, what was what was going to ask? I was going to ask. Um, so if Kane doesn't leave this season, is it how big of an L is it? Considering that Haaland is leaving next season for seventy five mil, like yeah. like we all know Haaland's going somewhere next season. But if he did, if Kane doesn't leave this season, that now puts City back in the race, and. I don't know about you, Lord, but I'd, I would take Haaland for 75 over Cade for more than 100. Like, what, what's, oh. what's the, like, how detrimental to Kane, in fact, is that, that this still might not happen? I think, I think Kane, he, he would then, from that point onwards, will regret ever taking that new contract and thinking that the gentleman's agreement would, you know, still yeah. remain. Um, that's one thing about football and, um, I, I always try and look for look look to players to look after themselves before looking after looking to you know be this hero for this for the club because the clubs are going to do whatever is best for the club and they're not going to look at you you know most people won't look, most um, clubs won't look at you and say well you've been a humble servant for us they won't do the same thing like Jack Grealish and Aston Villa mm. they won't look at it and say you know what you've been a humble servant for us you want to go. I had cool listening to offers, this, 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 and that. Um, I think top, I think Tottenham are, are, are they're within their rights to do the 150 million bid and all that type of stuff there. But at the same time, they know putting out 150, they know that Man City are not gonna are not willing to do all of that. So they're doing it more so to be like, oh, we did it, but they didn't go out and do it. So I feel like it's something where Harry Kane's gonna look back at it when his career ends, because I then believe if he doesn't make a move now, he'll never, ever make a move. I don't think Manchester United... I don't think Manchester United will go for him because um, I don't see the reason why they'll go again a year later with more, um, you know, more on his legs and, and obviously the time, you know, going down, I don't think they're going to be willing to spend 100 plus mil on a guy that they're going to have for only two or three years at the peak of his, you know, of his levels, so I think at this point, if he doesn't go at Man- Manchester City, um, he's going to stay at Tottenham, and he's always going to he's always going to look back at this moment and think, "Wow, man, I fumbled the bag." Do you think the whole um, sign new contract thing is a mistake down to his agent? Because for you to sit, for you to be offered a six-year contract and take that without a release clause as well—that's another thing. Without a release clause. No, knowing that you're at a club where you're not really guaranteed, you're not guaranteed trophies. Like it's it's a bit difficult for you to be a Tottenham fan or a Tottenham player and think, "Cool, I'm going to come here, we're going to win trophies." I think 
with the Grealish thing, there was a release clause in his contract. That hundred million was a release clause, and Man City like, cool, we're gonna pay it because, like, may- maybe so we think we worth that, but the release clause is there. I think the release clause is just a thing of that's that's his guarantee. Like, if you're gonna leave, you're gonna leave at that price. You're gonna help. You're like, you- I think there's a thing with Greece is actually helping Villa more so with by accepting the release clause because that's a guarantee fee that Villa will get. Whereas Kane, there's no release clause. You're at a club where trophies isn't. You haven't won a trophy since what? Two, was it 2008 when they were? Well, I don't yeah, remember what year yeah, it was. Yeah, mm. 2008, yeah 2008. The last one in trophy. Oh, like, yeah, and now you've you've signed a six year deal, and you've got three years left on that deal, and your owner is Daniel Levy. Like I think. That's an issue, obviously, down to himself for not really saying a word, like, we're not really speaking up too tough, but then again, down to his agent for not really trying to negotiate a release clause into his contract. Because at the end of the day, you've, you've got to do what's best for your player. And if you, as an agent, can see that your player's at an establishment where trophies aren't guaranteed and Kane is one of the best of the, Kane's one of the best in the league as strikers. If he's going to say a team with no trophies, what's the point? Like, he needs he needs a move somewhere and needs to be guaranteed a move somewhere. So a release clause a release clause would have helped that. So let's say, was it? If, let's say he signed a thing three years ago and there was a hundred mil release clause in there. He's, if it, if it was now, he's going for that hundred mil because it's there. Like he's guaranteed, Tottenham guaranteed a hundred mil for him to go and it'll be, it'll, there'll be, there'll be no negotiation. You can't negotiate a release clause. hundred mil, boom, he's gone. I think Kane is, Kane is probably worth that hundred mil. Te- technically, I don't, I don't believe in, in, in the UK, they, they do release clause. I think, I think not like that. that's not, it's not like that. But looking at, um, well, you know, Jack Hughes, when he signed his contract, he had, uh, like, they, they literally said, because um, in, in the video that the owner brought out, he said that they said that if he didn't reach the Champions League, um, like, if they didn't reach the Champions League thing, he could leave for a certain amount. So that was something that was written within. It's not really a t- release clause, but it's more so of an agreement where if we don't reach these targets, we will put this price out for people to then say, mm-hmm. we want to we go and do something like that. So that's something that I believe, yeah, that's something that Harry Kane should have done with his agent. I think his agent is brother, actually. Um, but yeah. I think one thing about Harry Kane and, 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 and one thing that, uh, um, that I've noticed, well, obviously through his interviews and, and all of these um, you know, other ways of finding things out, um, he seems like he was really trying to stay at Tottenham. I don't think he was really looking to go out of Tottenham. I think he really wanted to be the one to change um, the, the whole atmosphere at Tottenham. I think he wanted to bring success to Tottenham. I think he wanted to win trophies at Tottenham and be the one to say, yeah, I broke the duck and I brought the, the curse of them not winning stuff. Um, but I think he just realised a little too late that, bro, it's not going to happen. It's, it's, it's damn near impossible to break this this duck to break this whole curse that they've got around them. Um, so it, I think it's something that he was he was believing in the dream so much that it, it kind of blinded him in a sense, where he yeah. didn't realize that, bro, it's not going to work out. And he just kept, you know, going and going for the dream, going for the dream, running running for the ground. And and now he's at the point where he's looking to go, and it's like, nah, bro, we, you're all we got. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's something I feel, like, I feel like we forget as well. He had Poch. And I don't think he had in the in his head, I don't think he thought that oh, Poch would be sacked. So at mm-hmm. the time, yeah. he probably yeah. thought Poch is gonna be here while I'm still here. But obviously now, since then he's kind of seen Poch is gone, Mourinho came, gone. So there's literally we're we're starting again essentially. That's mm-hmm. what he's probably looking at. And in like hindsight's a beautiful thing. Like 
if only he had known at the time this mm-hmm. contract should happen and and to think that even within the couple of years of his contract like he made a champ of final he was probably thinking this is the standard we're going to reach now but yeah yeah, yeah. Left, you, you, you can never be too stoic you never obviously you see if you think okay cool like we could stay we could stay like this like obviously you can't blame him for not you can't blame him for things that have happened for managers getting sacked managers getting changed up and changed like you you can't mm-hmm. blame him for that I think I think I think he's he's a type to be very prideful and he really wants to do it his way. And I feel like he just realized a little too late that bro, it's not gonna work out like that. And now he's in too deep. And I genuinely believe if he doesn't go this summer, it's it's, it's curtains for his dream of going elsewhere. And, and yeah, being, I think I think this is this is the guy. one window. This is the one window he has to move, and uh, after that, it's done because yeah. Harlan seventy five mil everyone's on. Exactly, true. But um, let's bring out the last points because, bro, this has been on for like an hour and a half. But we're in the last points. Um, Sunes oh and Gary boy. Neville. Oh yeah. Boy. Oh boy. These man. Oh, obviously, we know what Sunes is on. We know what Sunes is on. Yeah. The whole. Do we know um, what Gary Neville was on as well? We know what Gary Neville was on as well. Obviously, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be too mad on this podcast, in it. But at the same time, we've known for a long time that Gary Neville's quite a big hypocrite in a lot of things he says. And um, we go back to talking about the 100 mil player thing that I was talking about earlier. Um, we talk about, we have Michael Richards bigging up Pogba as he should because four assists in the game is a big thing. Like I said earlier, the seventh person in PL history to get seven, to get more than four assists in the game. And guys like Sudan are downplaying that, like, acting like, ah, oh, he's 100 mil, he should be getting that. But then have the same energy for Jack Grealish. He's 100 mil. He should be getting four assists in the game. Like the kind of thing where it's like obviously it, it's clearly it's clearly a racial it's clearly a racial bias, man. Like it, there's nothing there's no two ways about. It. We've seen time and time again that like, we know that um, Sunnis's agenda versus Pogba a lot of times unwarranted. A lot of the times unwarranted. It's like for you to sit there and say, "Cool, 100 mil players should be getting four assists in the game, cash." But Grealish, you you have to you have to put it in perspective of everyone now. If Greece is 100 mil, you have to put in the same. You have to put him to the same light. He's he's over 100 mil. He'd be getting four assists. And then um, Michael was talking about how um, Pogba wants to leave and Kane wants to leave. Both want to leave. That's fine. And both want to leave. That's fine. But Pogba's going to buy. Because Pogba's going to write about it in a way of he's still playing his football. He's not really. He's not refusing to a training. Obviously, Minarello's doing all the talking and stuff, which is it's it's bad in that part. But at the same time, he's still playing his football. He's still coming to training. He's still giving his all most games. And you've got Kane skipping on training, having to come up with a statement a few days later saying, oh, I wouldn't skip training, blah, blah. Bro, we, we know you got pressure to do that. You're, you've got an image at stake. So, mm-hmm. and then you've got, um, my coach is talking about, yeah, black. you've got Pogba looking like a villain and Kane looking like a saint for missing training. But um, you've got Gary Neville, like, applauding this, applauding this whole, like, Kane skipping training. Yeah, like, he deserves to do this. He should be allowed to do this kind of thing because he's done a lot. But if it's Pogba trying to leave, you have an issue because Pogba, it's been clear that Pogba should have a better team. And only now we've started to improve that team around him, which is a good thing for us now. But it's been it's been late. Like we had him partnered with guys like Fellaini and Herrera and stuff like if you want to play with the big boys like Cruz and Modric, like we should he should be allowed to. But now that Kane, now that you've got Kane skipping training and stuff now you want to be like yeah like you want to do a whole interview and i'll sit down and talk with him about why he should leave and blah blah and he's there in the media saying oh like he's there talking for them for sitting in the media essentially like oh 
City are a good team, this, this, and that. It's like, you lot are praising this, but someone else done this a few years ago, barely done this a few years ago, and you've you've made him like a like he's a bad guy. And when Michael Richards talking about yes, Pog like Pog being abused, now you want to sit there and be like, oh, like who's abusing him? Like you, you are one of the people. You're one of the one of the issues in the punishment world that you've got. You've got guys like you've got the bigger like, um, Neville Sooners downplaying a lot of things that happen, and it's like you lot are the issue, and you're acting like you're not the issue, which. Mm. Just it just makes no sense. It, it angers me to a point. It's like, bro, it's it's clear that everyone everyone can see what you men are doing, but you don't want to ignore it and just act a fool. Like it, it's it's jarring, man. It's so so jarring. No, I was just gonna say like, that man, it's quite clear. There's an agenda there, and there's a hate. Like it's like that that um conversation between Michael Richards and soon as a Neville. The way they got defensive, like, bro, it's quite clear that they just don't like Pogba, like, they hate him. And, like, even the fact that Sooners was turning around while Michael Richards was talking, just, like, just childish. So, I feel like that whole situation, we kind of already knew what that man thought. It's not a surprise, if anything, that they're still going on this whole, oh, yeah, this and that about um, Pogba, about Kane. Like, even Sooners saying, oh, there's things behind the scenes as to why... Kane did not go training. Like that's kind of, what's, what do you that, mean? What, like, exactly what do you mean? That. What do you know that? How would you know, know, bro? Exactly. Who do you know that will tell you this stuff? Do you know, why hasn't it come out by now? So, me, I don't know. Them men are, them men are dusted. The first thing I want to do is um, obviously applaud Michael Richards because um, we've yes. seen the, we've seen yes. this cap, we've seen this cap, we've seen this um, this attack on Pogba. For ever since he's come to this, to, to to Manchester United, so for him to be after what four, five years, six years since um, Pogba has come, for him to finally be the one to be like, hey, hang on, man, we are seeing this attack, and we're going to talk about it, and 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 literally attack both Sunes and Gary Neville. I, I definitely want to applaud him for that. Um, but Really and truly, man, I want to I want to speak about Sunes and, and, and Gary Neville on a, on a serious thing because, you know, when you look at Pogba's situation, um, an agent is meant to do what an agent's meant to do. He's meant to mm. look for the best best deal and the best bargain and the best opportunity for his player to play. What the player is meant to do is to listen to what his club is telling him to do, and provide performances week in week out be a, a, a consummate uh, professional week in, mm. week out. And that's what Pogba has done. Now, what Mino has done, has it derailed and or, or has it, you know, provided whispers and, 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 and a bad atmosphere within the club? Maybe, maybe not. But the reason why Mino is talking is because performances on the pitch are shit. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely dead. So he has every right to say, Listen, my player that I represent is somebody that is one of the best midfielders in the world. And he should be playing in the best teams in the world. And Manchester United are not that at this particular time. And he should be looking for a place to move. And that's what he was saying. Not once did Pogba come out and say, I don't want to play for Manchester United. He's always saying, I want to, I want to compete with the best. And he wants to be in the best team. So Manchester United, that is something that's on Manchester United. That's something where it's, it's coming at Manchester United to do better and be better. And that's why they've gone in and bought reinforcements to bring an opportunity for Pogba to do what he's done and, and what he mm-hmm. showed on Saturday. 
But when you look at what Harry Kane did, Harry Kane literally refused to come in. Mm. Everyone's coming from holiday. He's coming. Obviously, we understood they went all the way to the final in the Euros and all of that type of stuff there. And we understand he, 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 he wants to be great and he wants to play for the best teams. But for you to literally refuse, for you to literally be not in contact, I think even Deli Ali was talking about it um, on Sky where he was saying that it definitely was something where it was a bit of a sticky situation when we found out that he's not coming in. The brother That's said something... he doesn't want... The brother almost refused to play the first... You know, almost, he refused to play the first game of the he season. He refused man. to play the first game of the season. That's crazy. He stayed. You know, he, 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 him, you know, hating him up like he's like he's a god or like he's a good guy. Literally, like, like oh. he, he's someone... He, he, listen, I don't know Harry Kane. I don't know Pogba. I don't know Mino. I don't know any of those, those guys yet. And they could be real good people and all that type of stuff there. But when you come out and you do something like that, you deserve criticism. Especially when a guy like Paul Pogba, who has shown on multiple occasions that he's he's up for the challenge and he's and he's there playing regardless of what Mino has said regardless mm-hmm. of what the performances are on the pitch he still comes in and he still puts 100% in this attack on Pogba is something that we as people and and and, and I'm thankful that Michael um, that Michael Richards um pointed it out is something that we need to stick on these guys and and I saw mm-hmm. it over on the the thing that they did with overlap the, over, with, um, the overlap yeah. yeah with um Adam McCollum or something McCullough, like that yeah 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 like he's like you have to call these guys out because at the end of the day right you can say you can have your agendas right? I have my agendas that's cool but when you're out here seeing a guy do exactly the same thing if not worse yeah and he's this guy that you push out as the poster boy for England who is this wonderful goal scorer, wonderful professional, he comes in and he throws, you know, a tantrum. And then you see a guy like Pogba, who stayed professional regardless of what has been said, regardless of what the performance has been, he still wanted to come out and be for the team. For you to now not say, oh, you know what? My fault, my bad. For you to then even go out and say, Kane deserves to do this. No, he doesn't. He doesn't deserve uh-huh. to, to turn his back against the club. He the was the that, one that signed the contract, so he should be the one that has to face the consequences of it. The thing that pissed me off a bit the most was the fact that Gary Neville went to go play a game of golf with him, with Kane, uh, or whatever it was. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even watch it. That's how angry I was. I just, I'm not watching this. Like, I just I just know it's going to be stupid talk, and you're going to be praising him, saying, yeah, like this is all like dumb questions, and just like acting like cool. Like, he's allowed to do this. No, he's not allowed to do this. He's got a contract. You, I've never seen Pogba say, I'm not playing this game. Or mm. I, I've never, he's never come out putting the meaning and say, Yeah, cool. I want to dip. I want a car. I don't, this team's crap, whatever. Like, a man has said, Kane has said he refused, he refused to play the first game in the season. And when he really, you know what was here? It's when the greedy transfer happened. That's when he thought, Okay, cool. You know what? Let me, let me, let me fix my act up a little bit. Let me, let me try and, re- let me try and like change my image once again like can let me let me i'm england's poster boy i'm spurs captain i'm england captain let me let me fix my image up a little bit let me do the apology say yeah like oh oh this is a lie blah 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 like bro we know what you're on we know what you did and we know it's clear just the degree thing happened it's like okay cool you know what maybe this transfer might not happen let me let me change something let me let me look let me look like who i'm supposed to be and it's like bro this isn't this isn't fair because if you want to do that give everyone Give everyone the same um the same leeway. You tell a man, oh, you tell a man, oh, he's allowed to do this. Give give that leeway to everybody else, because it's just not fair. You can't tell a man, oh, he's done this, like he's done enough. He's more or less done nothing for Tottenham. He's only he's only scored goals. 
Like, if you how your legacy is scoring goals, there's nothing else. There's no trophies to your name, no nothing. It's gonna be Pogba's won, Pogba's won trophies. Pogba's, Pogba was um detrimental. Well, not detrimental. Sorry, Pogba was vital to us winning Europa League that season. Like, bro, Pogba's won trophies. Pogba's won trophies with us. He's got trophies to his name. He's got good performances in finals that have won us those trophies. Kane has nothing. He's he's hidden in that that Champions League final. He came. He was there. Shouldn't have shouldn't have played. Shouldn't have played. He played. Nothing happened. Carling, was he? Did he play that um Carabao Cup final? Can't even remember. Yeah, against C, yeah, he did. Yeah, against yeah. Not once again, nothing. Like, bro, you're in, you're in vital games, not showing up for your team, but you're allowed. You're allowed to do this talk and like, oh, I want to leave. Um, I want to do. I'm going to do big, big talk of Gary Neville and say, yeah, Spurs look this, Spurs look that, bro. Get out of here, man. Like, get that shit out of my face, man. I can't lie to you because it's just bullshit. Like, I I can't I can't do with I can't do with bias media. I hate the fact that. Most of the, never ninety nine percent of the media in this country is biased. I hate it so much because mm. you're letting you're letting players get away with crimes that other players don't get away with. Be fair mm. on everybody. If you're gonna grow someone, grow them the same way you grow somebody else. Mm. Like it's 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 dumb man. It's so stupid, bro. <laughs> no, honestly, man, it's uh, something that rattled me. But at the same time, man, it's it's just it's just how it's, it's not it's a surprise. Racism, isn't it? It's not a surprise. They have mm-hmm. their favourites. It's, it's not. not a surprise. But we've just seen it live oh, and finally someone spoke up for Pogba because there's never yeah. been that person to do that in the first place. So. Big, up, big up Michael Richards, isn't it? Honestly. Because he's, he's actually gone and said to Sunes and to Neville that, bro, you lot, you're, you're out of order. Like, the, only other two, the only other two people that kind of... That, no, I mean, kind of, the, only, the only people that actually do back Pogba are Rio and Evra. And that's it. Mm. Mm. There's only two, we've got minimal guys back in the back in Pogba, but obviously, once again, big up Michael Richards. Like, he he, he deserves the plaudits because he's actually and he's a good pundit as well. That's a, that's even better thing. He's a good pundit. Mm. So for him to call him up, like, yeah, cool. I respect you a bit. I respect you a lot more, even as a, a city player, a former city player. I'm respecting a rival because, bro, like, you're you're doing what should be done. You're trying to bring order. You're trying to bring peace. You're trying to bring um neutrality. Like, you even said yourself, yeah. we're here to be neutrals, but yeah. obviously. Guys wanna guys wanna still use their agendas and stuff, but bruv, that's if that's how the media wants to work, that's how the media wants to work. Like we've been here, we've been here our lives, we know what media's like. Yeah, but man. yeah, man. I think we can wrap it up. <laughs> this has been a long episode. That was that was a rant. I was so livid. But fam, if you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, um, Apple Music or Apple Pod. I keep forgetting what it's Apple Podcasts, isn't it? Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. Yes, yeah, sir. Apple Podcast, slap a review, slap a fire review. Um, Spotify, Spotify, mm-hmm. just share it out. Um, yeah, man. Use this if you enjoy the conversation, use the Scout UK hashtag on Twitter to come and talk to us, come and join the conversation. We'll retweet you, just interact with everybody, man. But um, yeah, bro. That is it. We are out of here. Shout out Watford. To you. Shout out West Ham. Shout yeah, out yeah, yeah. Shout out them. Shout out, shout out you as well. Good finish. Banger. The score, yeah, the chorus got a banger. Banger. Um, yeah. How are you, Chelsea? What's that guy as well, man? Maximin. Maximin cooked. Oh, uh, Nick Larasso. Oh, Matty. Long listen. Boy. Yeah, man. Listen, hopefully we're back midweek for a Chelsea-Arsenal preview. If not, we'll back, we'll back same time next week. But yeah, thank you, Ariel, for listening. We are out of here, man. Peace.